This is Fintech Unplugged with Suresh Bajani and me, Robert Kornich. Hey, Suresh, how you doing? I'm good. Look where we are. Where are we? Tell me. I'm, I'm, I'm always a bit lost at these things. Well, I can't believe that it took you so long to get in, even though you're a speaker. I know. I know. I was just queuing for hours at Lendit. Uh, it's, a, it's a great event. You've been here before? Uh, it's my first time at Lendit. Yeah. And actually, I thought today will be a special day because uh, we have Ali Patterson with us. Ali Patterson? Yes. Whoa! Hey guys. Oh, a bit, bit of a whoop from the audience there. So, you remember Ali, don't you? I think I might have been interviewed with mine once on... Fintech Finance. That's uh, it. Fintech Finance. Ali, are you the editor, the uh, owner? How does it work? I'm the yeah, founder, owner, editor, king. I like, I like the it. king. Let's go, let's go with king. I, ah, I was told that someone referred to you guys as a greasy... What was it? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, we were, we were referred to as uh, the greasy students. Uh, the greasy, greasy students? Yeah. Are you grown up a bit since? I, I, do you know? Yeah, we have actually. We've, you know, we've got matured. We've, we've got an HR department now. Wow. About that. Okay. So, uh, so no more inappropriate comments in the canteen. No more inappropriate things in the canteen. Um. Put that sausage away, <laughs> Ali. Yeah, there's been there's been a few things which definitely <laughs> That's uh, quite tame for Ali. It is. The reason I'm particularly happy about this is that Ali has kind of been on the other end of these these types of discussions for many many years there was a point where we'd interviewed you probably pretty much you know two or three times in a week when there was just events back to back and, oh uh, that was the quiz the big fat yeah. oh, yes. quiz i remember that, that. i had the old tribe but, logo yeah. the to, old one to put it in a nutshell i think i've got enough footage of both of you guys to make a deep fake so okay uh, so well, just just to be cautious we'll bear that in mind yeah. uh, when we when we go through the bin that of might, confusion that might make robert go online and look for the wrong type of stuff <laughs> That, that's everything online. It's deep fake, not deep. Ah, okay. okay. So, Ali, one of the things I do remember, because I do recognize ah, your handwriting, <laughs> is that we were live on stage at yeah, a conference. Yeah, we were. And we had a COO of a major, major bank. Bank, yeah. And a question came out. Randomly. Don't know what you're talking about. And it was, it was your handwriting. Couldn't be. Well, we thought it was his. And it, and it involved... Um, a TV show called Snog, Marry, Kill. Have you heard of that? Never heard of it. Never heard of Never the heard show? Never heard of it. I think we should revisit that question later. Oh. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. Well, maybe someone's put one in. So today we couldn't get the bin of confusion through the security. So we've got the goldfish bowl of, secu- uh, of, of questions. Or, or, or wine glass in your case. In your case. <laughs> Robert, why do you not dive in? And well, actually, diving in straight away. And, and in this the meantime, early. Ali, could you, you tell us him something while I what exactly in. is fintech finance? We are, oh no. Oh my gosh. Lewis on my uh, camera team has just come over and put in a <laughs> Oh, all right. yeah. What do you really think of Lewis? Is he a good of guy? Lewis? Nah, he's all right. The, the joke is that Lewis is my son from the future in the office. <laughs> uh, no, we, we're a, a media outlet for all things fintech. A, a lot of banking, a lot of fintech can be absolutely dull. Things like Mifid 2, but you can you can make it fun and exciting and that's kind of what we said. Go on and do that. Make, make Mifid it fun 2. And fun. Go on, make it make How it can fun. Mifid 2 ever be fun and exciting? It's a massive treasure hunt. A treasure it's hunt? It's a treasure hunt. For you, what? For data. For the right bit of data. Right. So we, we then try and do that with a nice little fun spin. Some, some things are easier than others. Payments is nice and fun. We do it with the guys behind the payments race, which is a fun way of showing different parts of payments. Of course. We do that with... Uh, what won this year? Round the world this year. 
it was the fastest was Bitcoin, which yeah. is Alex uh, from the TV show The Circle. And uh, the winner with the most number of points was Mobile, which is uh, Max Fosh, uh, YouTuber. Ah. So Mobile came, uh, Mobile did pretty, pretty bloody well. But was that anything to do with him being a YouTuber? Is that how he got the points? No, no, because outside of uh, when he got to Hong Kong, no one knew who he was. Oh, wow. When okay. he got to America, nobody knew who he was. Uh, weirdly, Alex, from his TV stuff on Channel 4, he, he found that he had fans literally all over the oh, world. Oh, wow, that's Apart amazing. From Dubai. Apart but, from Dubai. Yeah, he, he did, well, no uh, one watches Channel 4. No one watches Channel 4 in Dubai. He did a nice little They're too, there. too busy enjoying themselves. Exactly. So exactly. I, th I think your cameraman has managed to win the prize for the longest ever question. Oh my God. Yeah. So, right, okay. I mean, Can you read it? You, sit, sit down and uh, listen carefully. Uh, I've got no idea what I'm reading, to be honest. Um, I am something people love or hate. I change people's appearances and thoughts. If a person takes care of them, I will go up even higher. Higher self. To others, I'm a mystery. Some people might want to try and hide me, but I will show. No matter how many people try, I will never go down. What am I? So that, that's a question for you. Can I, can I reread this? I, I don't think anyone can read that. That's probably the most illegible handwriting ever. People's appearances and thoughts. A camera. Is it a camera? Is, no, you got it wrong. Okay, so that first All question, right. that, that, that was very impressive. That's not a normal question for Fintech Unplugged, to be that's a riddle. Honest. That's a riddle. It is a riddle. So, Ali, you see a lot of companies. Yes. Companies starting, startups, all of that. What, do you, what would you say when, you, when these people get on camera, and you must meet a lot of people when they're on camera, what are the do's and don'ts when it comes to video interviews? Do's and don'ts. Uh, yeah. Remember, if it's edited, it is edited. So the fill, the interview that happens there, nobody else sees it apart from the editor. That's okay. something so you can change that in post. A lot of people forget that, so shoot for the edit. Make eye contact. If you make eye contact with the person interviewing you, you don't say um, you don't say uh. So should you look at the camera? Never look at the camera. It, de it depends on what you're on, what the director. That, one. Ne that one. Never look that at the one. camera. Never look at the camera. Never look at or the that camera. One. Okay. Never look at the camera. Never but look at the camera. If you make eye contact, it's very hard to say, I'm an er. Don't write out answers to the questions because all you're going to do is remember what you wrote down and try and remember what you wrote down. If you know your yeah. that swear, swearing? You can swear, yeah, yeah. It'll be bleeped out by uh, Jeff, the, yes. the auditor. If you know your you just know the answer to the question and it's a lot more natural uh, as, opposed, as opposed to a prayer. This like is you way do with, too like tame. You do come on, there's, oh, come there's on. got to be some snip. Come on. What's the most weird thing you've What's ever done? What's the weirdest interview you've ever yeah. done? And, and why? We did an interview with a very large, I can't say who, we did an interview with a very large manufacturer of ATMs who proceeded to be pretty bloody racist on camera. Uh, the did PR, you edit it out? We edited that out. I'm not going to tell you which interview it was. It was incredible. But anyway, we, let's... we interviewed uh, Craig from Metro Bank. And he yeah. was, it was an amazing interview. He was giving us all this insight about, oh yes, uh, a lot of st very good stuff. But he kept talking about BlackBerry. And then about two weeks after that interview, they stopped, they got rid of all their BlackBerry stuff at Metro Bank, replaced it with Samsung. Oh, so we wow. took an audio edit of the word Samsung, put it in, can't tell the difference. Wow. So we had Craig on We, uh, we did, but else? we had to uh, edit out everything. <laughs> we had to edit a lot Because there, there was a lot of stuff he, he said that he wasn't allowed to. And it was... Uh, it involved pooper scoopers and all yeah, sorts. Yeah, uh, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. He's actually, great little insight from Craig. He was telling us about how uh, the wife of one of the... Somebody basically complained about baby changing facilities. And he called up uh, all the branch managers, and in about 24 hours, they put baby changing facilities in all the branches of Metro Bank. Within That's about 24 good hours. Good customer service. So, so, on it. so Ali, I mean, I, I'm not psychic, right? But I have been told 
that you interviewed someone and made them cry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, in New York. I, I, it's not fair to say the name of uh, who this person was, but I, I asked them what they were doing later in the year and they just got a bit emotional. They said, well, I'm going to be doing this and they just, they just started crying. It, I don't think it was down to me, but yeah, it was quite a funny little, quite a funny little video with hindsight. I thought you would have said in the do's and don'ts, don't cry. Yeah, don't cry. Don't, yeah, cry. don't cry. It's not a good thing to do on camera. Don't cry. It, Loot, I pay go. Who's next? Is the question. Is is this a tra Is this is this something that's just happening? Oh, who's next? No, I think we're. I think we're seeing cons consolidation. I think we're gonna lose a few people. Uh, I feel sorry for Loot, man. Like, that was such a good product. I pay go. Wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I think we're gonna lose some. I think some are gonna be absorbed. I think some get a bit of a bad rep, like Viola Black. Viola Black, I, ca I can't see them being around, but their, their customer service is actually pretty good. If you call them up, you can speak to somebody instantly. I've just been quite surprised at them. I can't see them, I can't see them making Monzo move over. I'm afraid. <laughs> as um, per the advert. Yeah, as, per, as, per, as per the advert. I'd, yeah, I think, it's a pretty think, bold advert. I think Viola Black would be next. Who, who do you reckon would be next? I, I don't know. I, don't, I think there's, I think there's a... I think this latest uh, thing from the FCA in relation to the, the updating on safeguarding that they went around, the Dear CEO letter, I think that put a lot of people on the back foot. Um, yeah. I think, I mean, I think IPEGO went on safeguarding, didn't they? They did. They're, um, they've been brought out of administration now at time of recording. Yeah. So it's, 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 I think, I think it's, a, it's a difficult time. I think with Brexit, I think with the increased level of regulation from the FCA, I think uh, more scrutiny from the schemes. I think there's a, there's a lot going on in the space. And uh, for the smaller players, it's going to be difficult. I, I actually think these products have actually been really great. And I think the one thing that's probably happened is it, it's about a drying up of investment. And uh, what I've seen, it's going to sound really strange, but maybe not for Robert from his university days, but a lot of potential investors are now investing in cannabis. 100%. My... Uh there's one shout from the audience yeah. there. <laughs> shout out. My sister's boyfriend is actually just um, doing incredibly well at a trading house. He left to go and be employee number two or three at a uh, cannabis futures trader. Um, he's doing, they're doing incredibly well there. Weed, weed tech. And it's not about... Weed tech. Weed tech. Yeah. The new it, tech is yeah, weed it's, tech. It's, it's about... You heard uh, it first uh, here. Weed tech. Weed tech. We're talking about weed tech or green tech? I think green tech is something else. Yeah. No, no, definitely not green tech. Is, uh, is weed tech... The new crypto? No, nah, I think it's more sustainable. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's your next question out of the bin? Sarah? So these kind of events have lots of panel sessions. Some are good, some are bad. What's the worst you've ever seen? The worst, worst panel, panel session. You can't session say this seen. one, but anything else. Um, but I try to give a t I haven't, do you know, I actually, I don't actually see that many panel sessions. I mean, Suresh and I have been a, to a couple lately, and the, the thing that really bugs us is this whole thing about they have a diversity, don't they? Diversity panel. Diversity and for it's, the sake of yeah, diversity. But it, yeah. but it, the best panels of diversity that I see are ones, I actually saw one um, uh, this week uh, over at the Excel, and it was about the future of money. Incredibly diverse. It wasn't even mentioned. That, for Fantastic. me, is when that diversity is, that is, is proper diversity. Yeah. Because diversity is, is beyond gender. It's beyond race, right? It's about getting people from... You know, single parents, education, all of that, everything. You know, yeah. From an estate, you know. So yeah. The amount of times we, we speak to a lot of press officers and uh, we say, "Oh, can we have an interview?" And they often say, 
oh, we've got this male gentleman here to talk about security or open banking or payments. I say, excellent, do you have any female executives who can talk to us about open banking? And the reply I often get is, we don't, but we've got a female executive who can talk to you about diversity. And I, I don't think, I personally, I mean, it is a step in the right direction, but I don't think that helps. I'd rather just get the best person to speak about open banking to us who happens to be a woman. Yeah. That'd to be, be fair, Robert only started working with me just for the diversity piece. Oh, really? For the first year, he used to call me yeah. token. So, we all know Curve. They raised three and, oh, six million in three and a half hours. The first million hit in 20 minutes when they did some... Uh, Fundraising. Well, we're, here, we're here at Lendit. I'm going to be talking to the guys at Crowdcube in a bit on a panel. So, so just tell me, what what have Curve done right? What what is it? What why why are the public so in love with Curve? I'm a massive Curve uh, fanboy. I've got the hoodie, got the metal card. Yeah. Uh, invested. Um, Clearly ahead of the curve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like um, it. It's a great product, and it's a product that make that hits the needs of multiple people and if you don't need that part of the product then it doesn't matter you don't you don't get charged anything extra for it it is purely it is a great product my referral code is e-r-e-n-t uh, e-r-e-n-t that, yep it, uh, it's for me it's a great product and that when you think ah oh, maybe they should they, they, they are ahead of the curve there's things like the time machine element of it I was going to say that's that phenomenal. isn't it because you want to be Marty McFly yeah <laughs> go back in time yeah, I love the, the little DeLorean the flux capacitor symbol on there that's so but good they, they just do things well don't they the product is absolutely great I mean I, I would love a call center there in case I need to call someone quickly um, and I, obviously every time I speak to Amex, I always finish the call with saying, just, just log this as another call asking to you know, be friends again with Curve. Oh yeah, that, uh, that was That's my odd. only... I mean, they, they turned back on for like two days or something. I'd love to know what happened there. We never will know what, what happened, but I'd love to know what, what happened there. Amex and Curve, if you're listening, if you're friends again, you get the next front cover of the Paytech magazine. There you go. That, you heard it first here. Yeah, love Curve. <laughs> I, I don't know where some of these questions have come from, but I've heard you've been trying to disrupt the way services are priced. How has that worked out for you? Well, this could be good because we're trying to do some <laughs> stuff with you. Yeah. Okay. We, Cyboss is in London. We're doing a lot of work at Cyboss. It was your fifth Cyboss. I saw that. Fifth Cyboss. I know. Did you put it out. Well, it, fifth Cyboss is not is not that many. I was chatting with some, someone. He was like, "This is my twenty seventh. Okay. And I'm, that's, yeah, that's crazy. Um, we're doing a lot of video work there. And we've been saying a lot of the prices and I've pointed my sales team to say, take price off the table, say to them, we'll do the work. And then when it's done, you pay us what you think it's worth. So like the restaurants doing that. Like, yeah. Come in, eat, pay what you think it's worth. Marketeers and PR agencies hate it. Of course they do. They absolutely hate it. We've had, we've had people that, we've been involved in a legal dispute now with a company in Canada who we've been back and forth with their legal team because they, they think that we're, we've done some other work for them in the past and that they, they think that we're kind of up to no good. And I, I don't understand it, it's bizarre. We've had someone say, oh, do you know what? Just call it X amount and we'll, uh, you know, and, and, and we'll be happy there. We had two people take us up on the offer. Wow. Um, I don't know, don't know what they're gonna pay us yet. Um, but <laughs> but I, I, quite, I quite like that. I mean, I wouldn't do it with a huge, you know, with no. huge things, but it, it's quite a fun way and, Especially when you've got like fintech startups that are coming through to you yeah. and wanting stuff done. And also, uh, it's pay, pay us what you think is fair as well. Like if you're, 
if you're a very large organization with a massive marketing budget and then you pay us pittance, that, that's kind of a, more reflecting on you than us. Yeah. Um, if you're a tiny fintech startup that pays the same amount, I'd be like, well, thank you so much. So I'm, I, I quite like that. But generally speaking, marketeers and PR agencies hate it. So I, I'm not going to make you name conferences, but if there was, you know, Cybos, you know, all of these conferences, you go to lots, right? What's the best thing that you've ever seen at any conference? And also, what's kind of universal that they all need to fix up on? When you walk through the door and you don't know who anybody is, especially at like a networking drinks, you almost need a... A, a robot. Yeah, a robot. Like, 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 all right, how, how can you scale robots? You could, you could have like a virtual assistant that comes around. I've always thought, you know, Google Glass. I had all the Google Glass and I was, when that of first came out. And we were talking about doing apps where you have the thing in front of you. And when you look at it, it does facial recognition tells you they are, gives you the LinkedIn profile as you walk. But then you, so you, you lose the, you know, the next strain to read someone's badge, which you got, you know, the, oh, hey. You don't good, have to do to that. Me. You don't have to, you just yeah. look at their face and you can talk to them and you know who they are. It's telling I, you. I was uh, um, doing Cybosses this week, so I've done a few, you know, having fun, where you go up to someone who you've never met before and you say, oh my God, good to see you again, and handshake, and then you walk off. Just, and they've got no them. idea why. No idea, no idea. It's, that it's, happens it's to me fun. all the time. It's, I just want to warn you, if you had a virtual Robert, the problem is he'd be hugging everybody, not shaking their hand. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's always a problem. But you know what I mean? When you when you don't know anybody, especially if you go to a conference abroad and you don't know your, you know, it's a new network, you kind of, it's a little awkward. You almost need like a, a concierge to say, oh, hello, let me introduce you to some yeah, people. Yeah. And some of the conferences do have the apps that try and show you yeah. who's there and stuff like that. And you can arrange interviews, but you're right. It, it's, a, it's a good icebreaker. There's, there's a Anything few things. Else? I love, um, again, Cybos this week, I love the, uh, the, the Cybos kiss where you push the button and you oh, tap them together. That was really slick. I like that. That was Cybos kiss. Yeah. It was... does sound a bit something of Doctor Who, to be honest. <laughs> kiss of the Cybos. So um, it, it uh, was actually, so imagine your badge, right? There's a button on there. You, you press the other button, you put it together, you get emails. Nice. Instantly. Yeah. No business cards. That's actually nicely comes to the next question in terms of uh, fintech and climate change. Oh, for God's sake. Was this you, Lewis? Um, right, so, can fintech change climate change? What are you planning to do to help the cause? I was outed earlier as a climate change denier. Um, so you and I, Trump have a lot in common? No, no, right. Okay, let me explain this. I am not a climate change denier, nor do I buy into the theory of climate change. I've got something way scarier, which is we don't know. And I don't think we can know because we can't go back in time and measure temperature accurately. Unless you've got a curve card. But Unless you've got a curve card, yeah. There yeah. you can. Yeah, but DeLorean, it, here we come. But that doesn't matter. In my view, there's, there's so much fear in the world. Do we really need any more? Clean air is great. Who doesn't like clean air? There are more positive, more motivational reasons to do everything that we're trying to do for, cl for climate change um, than just out of fear. For example, green energy, green tech. Yeah. More economical. Of course, you know, that, that's, that's fantastic. You don't need to be terrified of the theory that there's extra, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to probably get the theory wrong because there's so many variations of it, the theory that extra greenhouse gas is causing heat and light to come into the earth and not reflect off as much because of a, a greenhouse effect. That's why it seems to change its name to climate change because it, it keeps changing. the Melting of the polar ice caps yeah, and stuff. Where, yeah, ex exactly. But then there's also things that, yes, the polar ice caps in the north, but then in Antarctica, the Antarctic Peninsula is melting, but then the actual cap itself is increasing. There's so much... Conflicting evidence. Yeah. 
And Why does your team think you're a climate change denier? Because I'm the only person in the office that uh, doesn't subscribe to the to global warming theory. But I personally think we should just come to fear. I think there's better reasons than fear of climate change to convert to green energy, to use less fossil I actually fossil think you have a better argument than that, which is you live in England and maybe climate change would be good for the weather here. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> cl- climate change is, is the... Uh, Climate changes every day. It depends if you're doing an average temperature. It's colder at night than it is in the day, and so I mean, the, the, my point is for that the data is so vast and so conflicting, and it's getting more and more accurate, which only highlights that, that the older evidence is less and less accurate. But going back to his question, can fintech in any way help one the cause? Hundred percent. And what? In what way? Um, let's talk a little bit about Bitcoin. Is that you could argue is more environmentally conscious than gold if you use that as a staple. That's one, potential op- that's one potential option there. But also it, prom- it promotes electronic trade. So for things like that, it can be used for cross-border payments, which then promotes... Less travel. Yeah. You don't have to go over there with your suitcase full of cash again, Suresh. That's a positive. Do you, that's a do you positive. have it taped to your body as well? <laughs> you go through, exactly. Uh, it depends exactly. what country I'm at. Amazon Go, do you think that's actually a good thing for global warming or a bad thing? Well, we want is it to good keep thing for the, the environment? Amazon, to be honest, we don't want it to go. Amazon go, yes. Keep the Amazon. <laughs> do, do you mean the Amazon like rainforest burning or actually Amazon? No. Oh, okay. No, I mean the actual shop where you go in there, you smile and you walk out with the stuff you want. That's what you do all the time, Suresh. <laughs> <laughs> I do get chased afterwards, but that's in all shops. But yeah, I would say, yeah. I, would, I mean, I, I don't know enough about it to be concrete. I would say, yeah. I'd, it's good or bad? Good. Okay. What about if I told you it's bad? In what because, way? Because almost everything that you're buying, including the piece of fruit, is wrapped in plastic. Is it? Is that yeah. true? Maybe that's, it's that's biodegradable. It's, that's what it said in the Sunday Sport. Uh, well, it must be right then. Um, I, I'd have assumed it would be some sort of biodegradable vegetable plastic that, that was edible. Well, you're kind of throwing a span in the works of this kind of argument I had, but True. I wanted Ali to think about it. Think about it, Ali. Yeah. So let, let, let's, let's go on to the next bit of confusion question. I'm, I'm diving in. This is a definite one for Ali, because uh, this is controversial. Oh, okay. Ali, if you could impeach someone in FinTech, who would it be and why? Oh, there's... I would love an investigation. I have got a small load of people that I would love to do an investigation on. Yeah. Um, and I actually think it would be, it could be a massive positive thing if they actually, the investigation gets dropped. The one that everyone loves to bash is Revolut. Yeah. Um, so you'd like to investigate Nikolai? Oh uh, yeah, let's, in- let's investigate Nikolai. I'm not saying impeach him, let's investigate him, see what comes back. And if it comes back and says, hey, actually, there's no links to the Kremlin whatsoever, that's all put to bed. That's done and dusted. If it comes back and that actually he's a, a, a secret spy or whatever the Daily Mail is saying, <laughs> I, sh- I should actually say Revolut is flipping awesome. I, they are I, awesome. I, I, I use it all the time. Gela Boscovich, 100%. She's up to no good. Yeah, Gela Boscovich. That's yeah. the, uh, the lady that's uh, yeah. head it, it, of fintech somewhere. In, in Peach, uh, uh, Rain, Rain, Rainmakers, she's uh, always on the speaker circuit. Right. Amazing speaker. Let's impeach her. Okay. Let's impeach Gela. And so, I'm sure that'll come up with a lot of skeletons as well. We can, we can, you, we can do the questions together. Absolutely. So rather than individuals for this question, which I know you would love to answer, I want you to name this as companies. Okay. Snog, marry, kill. 
All right, which companies? Which companies. company would you most... And we, well, for, for Snog, we mean you, you, you'd, you'd like to spend them. a bit of time with them and have, have some fun. Marry is a curve. long-term relationship. Curve, curve is the long-term relationship? Yeah, or curve, the snog? Marry Curve. curve marry Curve, marry yeah. Curve. Who, who, who would you have snog, a fling with? You know, a little fling. A little fling. Um, party, party. Oh, a little, fl- uh, little fling. Probably. A little fling with Tandem, actually. Tandem. Tandem, tandem yeah. would be your fling. Tandem would be my fling. And a little holiday abroad, use my Tandem credit card. And obviously most controversial, which business in the payment fintech sector would you kill? Ah. Wirecard because it would be chaos. Every, Wirecard. Everybody relies on Wirecard. It would be absolute carnage. So you'd do it just for the fun of it? I would do it for the fun of it. Wow. That's... I, I, something tells me you're not going to be invited to the Wirecard table. I think he might be. <laughs> I, I, I think it's good publicity either way. He said it would be carnage. That, that is saying they're a brilliant company. They've got lots of things yeah, in lots of pies. Yeah, it would be a lot of stories. There would be, uh, there, there'd be, there'd be, there'd be queues at ATMs if Wirecard was, was killed. I've actually got one here. I don't know if it's a question, but it's almost like an order. It says, the more fintech scale, the more toxic the culture becomes. Discuss. Yeah, do you know, this is, this is a genuinely a really tricky... The one thing that is king still, you've got the technology, you've got the economics, you need the social, you need the culture. That's the hardest thing I to do. I thought culture in fintech is you just put, get a foosball table. That's yeah. it. Yeah, but then th- you become hip. But then when you double the amount of people, you get two th- foosball tables. And then when you quadruple, <laughs> and then when you end up with a hundred thousand people, hundred thousand people, you lose yeah. the foosball. You, you, you have to end up with a league. It, it's 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 scaling that culture, and okay. also you, you you lose who you are. You lose. By the way, for English people, foosball is the American for table football. Just oh yes, case. yes, proper football. How are you doing? Very <laughs> actually. Yeah, that's if that's a very very tricky question, but I think. It's not scaled too fast. And talent is always the trickiest thing. But how does it become more toxic if it becomes a strength, strength in numbers? Because you for, you forget what made you you. And it's, it's very hard to scale the founder. Cause when a, you, you, you know this. Tribe is definitely a reflection of your personality. Um, there, there, there's, and there's, Robert's is, is. I remember when Robert first launched. Can you believe what was the first things he got made? He got more wine shirts made and of more wine handkerchiefs. Of course. What, what else It's a reflection you do? of him. Yeah. <laughs> handkerchiefs. <laughs> like, um, like the, the, the little handkerchiefs. Oh, that's incredible. So, got, um, but then yeah. you can't, you, you'd be stretched th- so thin to be able to scale yourself. So your company, is it a reflection of you? I'd say at the moment, yeah. I'd say that I'm trying for it not to be. I'm trying to get some of my, some of my guys to have a lot, a lot more input so I can so I can scale myself. You can scale yourself? Yeah. That, that's, that, that's, that's something the, a lot of people have tried. That's the, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's the tricky thing. I think, um, but I think when that's not done right, you then have lots and lots of conflicting personalities and that then causes a toxic culture. Okay. That's the, um, I mean, WeWork can probably be a good example of that at the moment. You hear some, yeah. some horrific stories. Well, um, is, it, is it a tech company? Is it a... Is it, oh, that's is it an office space company? Is it real estate? Is it a tech company? No, but in terms of scalability, okay. uh, as it's scaled, there is elements of... You, and same, same with Uber, you hear things about toxic culture. It's how you... Which nobody ever sets out to form that kind of culture. Yeah, I, I, went, I went to a WeWorks to get, in, to get shown some space. And it's the only place where all the others like meet you in their suits. and say, very nice to meet you. Let me show you our space. It was, 
Hey dude, come in, the guys in jeans and flip flops. Absolutely. Have Motorbike some, in the reception. Have some kombucha. Yeah. And, and then they tried to impress Robert with the beer on tap, but he yeah. was like, where's the wine on tap? <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and Prosecco, really? <laughs> right, I've been talking about it. I haven't, I haven't got the finance in place, um, but I would absolutely love for an office space. I want a boat. A but boat? I've actually found the boat that I want to have. Um, and it would... Is actually, it a barge? Is it a yacht? It's actually... I'll, I'll show you pictures afterwards. It's a, uh, a light ship. A light ship? Like yeah. a lighthouse? Lighthouse on a ship. I want was, us to yeah. do a follow-up FinTech Unplugged on, on your the lighthouse. Boat. When, I get the, when I get the boat, if, if, if I get the boat. Um, but the, it would actually... The floor space is incredible and it's, it's relatively cheap. You can moor it in... Doc, in if you moor it in London Doctrines, you'll actually get paid to moor it there because it's a historic light ship. So oh, I, wow. I, I would love to see like the guys at uh, Student Beans. They're in Canary Wharf on a uh, on a on a little boat. I like to see more more boats. We boat more more boats. Be FinTech boats. boats, not yeah. something you normally hear. So so Ali, I've got a final question for you. Unless Robert's got anything to add, is that you with your company have travelled all around the world, done lots of weird and wonderful stuff, been to strange places. What's the strangest or funniest stories you could tell us about China? China. China. Did you get greeted with the rubber glove uh, yeah I'm probably not going to be going to mainland China for a long long time I love Hong Kong Hong Kong is awesome I really want to go to but Taiwan I went to Shanghai and it was lovely what happened you didn't go on a journalist visa oh you went on a journalist yeah. visa yeah so right. you were a journalist so you were treated differently as journalists I was treated I was spent the first day um, in jail I'll show you my, actually, actually, yeah I'll show you I, I was detained at the airport for about 8-9 hours they see your face and say there's no way you're a real journalist you've got to be a spy <laughs> No, actually, I'll tell you exactly what it is. Um, I... No, there's no way he's a spy. He's got to be a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> they love spies. They hate journalists. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, uh, I followed all the rules, and that was the mistake I made. Um, you followed I, the rules? I followed the rules. I had the kit with me, and I had a, car I had a carnet all set, but they couldn't accept it. And they, they basically expected everyone just to barge through, which is with hindsight what I should have done. What um, should you have done? I should have just walked on through with all of our kits, and walked out no problem because I had a kit. I then went through the elements to declare. I had all the paperwork to hand over. I then spent the next day then basically going over the paperwork. It was, oh, so you should yeah. have just waltzed through and if they'd stopped you, plead ignorance. Exactly. And then on the way back, do exactly the same. That's my, uh, that's my travel in China tip. And did you try any of the local delicacies? Oh, food? yes. Oh, yes. What was the most Snake? unusual thing you had? Dog? Um, I actually, I've, I've been to China a few years beforehand and uh, we, had a, we had live snails in a salad. Which was bizarre. Live. And so actually, they're just like crawling around on the plane. Yeah, that was that was bizarre. I don't know if that was supposed to be there. And, and chicken feet. I actually, I, I, I like. Are a, you a sure you even foot. went to a restaurant? <laughs> oh no, no, it was. It was um... I think it was Doug playing the trick. All right, okay. Way back, uh, we went to Mongolia. Uh, Mongolia is an incredible place to go to. I cannot recommend it enough. We went in January. They got a statue of Genghis Khan in the middle of the desert. I've seen it. it's massive, right? It's taller than the Statue of Liberty, yeah. but because you're in the middle of the desert, there's nothing to compare it to. It is in insane. And you walk up to the top of the horse. On, yes. On his head. It is amazing, and we um, I, we went past the side of the road, and there was a guy selling stuff, and he he um, he had like all these busts, including he was selling a bust of Adolf Hitler, which was bizarre. What? Um, and then we did like camel like camel rides. We were only there for about forty hours, but the coolest thing we went to see one of the biggest banks there. They were telling us about their latest uh, IT project, their massive core banking transformation. They were so happy with it. Beautiful head office. Went to one of their branches outside the city. Guy outside with a Kalashnikov. One computer in the corner, cash out on the table, all pen and paper. It was oh, wow. bizarre, but Mongolia was an amazing place. Um, wow. On the stopover on the way back, we had a little eight-hour stopover in Beijing. 
So we thought, oh, this this would be interesting. So we went to we end up chatting to this guy um, who he, I think he said he was a tour guide. Turns out not even a, not a tour guide, not a taxi driver. He was a guy who was dropping someone off at the airport. He then gave us a tour of Beijing, ran across oh, wow. Tiananmen Square, ate some food. Took a, he went back to um, went back to his uh, family's house. He gave us all this food. It was oh, incredible. Wow. Are you sure he wasn't like a Chinese? government guy that was just there to look after you not at the time since that since my second trip to china i was like actually yeah might, might have been uh, you know keep your eye on you never know but that, that to me that, that kind of connection with the people in china was amazing the government side of it again yeah not 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 so that great if you had to go again you wouldn't go on a journalist visa i wouldn't go on a journalist visa again i don't i don't think i'd go again robert um, have you got anything else to add no, I, I think I, Ali's I got think, off quite light. I he, he did well. I think there was a, a couple. The indictment one is there, was pretty Is there good. any questions the from Shag the audience? Is there one, one more to just you know, to just top it? Is there is there anything there? I mean, well, we want to find out what this is, Chloe. What what, 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 am, I? what am I, Chloe? Age. Age. There we go. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll disclose uh, that on the website afterwards. I'm something people love or hate. I change people's appearances and thoughts. Uh, very clever. And um, just, what's your plans? Future? Fintech? Where, where's, finance. where's it going? Fintech where's it going? Finance. Where, where is what's, it? What next? Well, we're going to get bought out by somebody? Financial Times buying you out? Ah, uh, well, you never, you never know. No, um, we, our, mag- our magazine got big. It got 400 pages, so we split it to Fintech, InsureTech, and PayTech. And that, uh, we then realized, and I think you'd highly appreciate this, a lot of industries, there's a little bit of disruption starting to happen. Legal tech, it, I think it's going to be a very big thing because I, I, I thought bankers were slow to innovate, but then... I've, I've seen a few lawyers now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, think I think you're probably right. I think there there is very little innovation there, and uh, and then if you move into the insurance industry, InsureTech. I was um, at a legal tech event, and uh, they were talking about how this process that would take like three months can now become three minutes. And uh, a lawyer said, um, "That's amazing, and we can we can do this and still charge the clients for three months' work." <laughs> no. And I just thought, oh, gee, oh yeah. Absolutely. They don't get it, do they? <laughs> no. I, I, I think. <laughs> The, the I like the way Robert pretends like that's lawyers. That uh, was then. <laughs> that was then, and this is now, sir. It, it I, I never, I never got the billing by the hour stuff. It made no sense. I always he billed, billed by the, by the glass. By the glass. Crystal yes. <laughs> um, Hill. The way. There's a lot of industries I think that need to be disrupted. I mean, politics needs to be disrupted. Politics. So yeah, that, that it's bizarre. I mean, it's the showcase of the world at the moment, or the fishbowl of the world. What would you call that? Finpol. Um, no, no, Re- Pol- Re- Poltech. Revtech. Poltech. Poltech. Politics and technology. Poltech. So, all that remains to say is Politech. Politech. And if there was one thing you could change about your company, what would it be right now? Oh, Doug. I need that man to be less handsome. That's problematic. Yeah, he's, he's causing a lot of problem with the women in the audience today. <laughs> so, one of the things we try to do is dispel. Uh, acronyms and complications in payments and I think there's a lot of people that talk about as many acronyms as possible as much jargon as possible I want you to give us the longest sentence you can give us with as much acronyms jargon payments I'll give the technical word payments BS as possible uh, in one sentence and this actually goes up on a league table yeah. Okay. So you might have heard this. So, so you've got Dave Birch. So Dave Birch is miles out there, obviously. But everyone else is like normal. Close. close. All right. Okay. As a, as a phrase, right? No, just it, talking. Just, just, talk, just start talking. Say you're in an investment. You're in an investment pitch for your company. Someone's about and you're to You're going to tell them. Yeah. 
This I is think, what fintech's I mean, all about. This it is, is why it's at going the moment, to the future. I, mean, I think it's obvious we're at a paradigm shift that all a customer really wants at the end of the day is a blockchain-based way of understanding their KYC whilst at the same time delivering that omni-channel experience that when it comes to the uberfication of all things to do with financial services, they want to understand who their customers really are, especially in the wake of PSD2, which allows open banking, but then... You also have to understand that the man on the street wants to be GDPR compliant with everything that they do. Thank That's you it. very much. That's, That's very good. High five. I'm happy. Woo! happy with that. Thank you. Very impressive. Thanks for that. Thank you very much. <laughs> and, That's a wrap. Uh, I we'll, think you might give Dave a run for his oh, money. Shit. We <laughs> might do. We <laughs> might do. Well done. Thank you very much. Thanks so much Thank for you. having me on, guys. Thank you. Cheers. Uh, All good. Fintech Unplugged is available for download on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast and tune in. So please subscribe today and remember to give us a five star rating.